Hello all and welcome to Grant Thornton's COVID-19 Technology and Life Sciences Insight Series, Episode 2, focusing on carrying values of intangibles. I'm your host, Brock McKenzie, and with me today is Grant Thornton's National Head of Technology and Life Sciences, Mr. Michael Cunningham. Hi, Brock. It's really great to be here again. Yes, indeed. It's great to be back. So having addressed the impact of COVID-19 on going concern assessments during Episode 1, it makes sense that we turn our attention to the impact of COVID-19 on asset and intangible carrying values. Absolutely. This is probably the hottest topic as we move into the 30 June reporting period for the sector. As we know, companies are required to assess finite non-financial assets for impairment when impairment indicators exist. Whilst for goodwill and indefinite lived intangible assets and intangible assets not ready for use, they are required to be tested for impairment at least every year. Okay. How about we focus on how COVID-19 could impact the assessment of potential impairment indicators associated with finite life assets, firstly? I agree. That's a great starting point. When considering this point, I like to assess external and internal factors separately. When you consider what are typical triggers, it becomes reasonably clear why COVID-19 will lead to a significant increase in impairment testing for this type of asset. The typical external indicators include significant changes in the economic environment in which the company operates and a deterioration of the market cap or value of a company below the carrying value of the relevant assets and net asset position. Okay, that's uh, eye-opening, Michael. Clearly, COVID-19 is going to have the potential to impact all of those indicators. Spot on. However, the impact of COVID-19, we now expect that many companies who normally wouldn't have any external impairment triggers now will. Okay, that makes a lot of sense. Let us now turn our attention to the internal indicators. Having established that COVID-19 will likely impact the market capitalisation of many companies and or resulted in a material change in the economic environment, thus prompting a full impairment test. Yes, with, with regards to internal factors for technology and life sciences companies, you can also see many of these are potentially driven by a response to COVID-19. Lots of companies we've already seen have paired back R&D programs related to their IP. They're unable to get clinical trials off the ground due to lack of patience. So a number of the internal factors will become present in this current environment. Okay, so between external and internal factors, there aren't going to be too many companies that won't be impacted by COVID-19. Yes, we're expecting this year to be extremely busy with assets that haven't previously required full impairment testing to be tested. On that basis, we should consider how COVID-19 is going to impact what companies will need to do when undertaking a full impairment test. The major impacts are going to be forecast growth assumptions, especially in 2021. Other than for the early stage and the few companies not impacted, it may be hard to justify revenue growth from the prior period. It's also likely, given the recent volatility of the capital markets, that the beta for many companies will increase as a result of the risk related to forecasts given the increased uncertainty. The indicated cost of equity may increase, resulting in increases in weighted average costs of capital and decreases in the net present value of future cash flows. Impairment is more likely to be expected in many instances where impairment results upon the application of the value and use model, the fair value less cost of disposal model must be considered. 
Sobering news, Michael. Sobering news, no doubt, but uh, not unexpected. Sure is, and it's going to be a really difficult financial reporting period. Okay, so uh, with all of that uh, being said, what can companies do and how can they respond to all of the above? As we discussed in episode one, talking about going concern, they need to engage earlier, more often, and potentially in more detailed manner than ever before. Companies must challenge historical norms, be realistic, and in many instances they will need to engage experts to assist with evaluation models. I think there's going to be an ongoing theme with regard to this insight series. Absolutely. Early planning has never been more important, but is closely monitoring external, internal changes in the environment. Well, Michael, once again, thank you for taking your time. And should people uh, want more information, how can they contact you? First, well, the first point of call is the dedicated COVID-19 page for, for Grant Thornton. And of course, I'm more than happy to be contacted via LinkedIn or email. Yes, great resources. And to all our listeners, thank you for listening and watch out for episode three.